Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where we get into people's heads and find out how their choices in life has affected them. My name is Leslie Fear. I'm your host. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Because I Want to Know. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. And my guest today is Jess Walters of Shoes, Booze, and Tattoos. Welcome, Jessica. Hi, thank you for having me. It's nice to have you. You're a good friend of mine, and you have been such a huge help getting me started in this. So let me just say that first and foremost, um, I couldn't have done this without you. So thank you again. Well, I definitely think this is going to be a hit. So no problem at all. Well, you're lovely, and let's hope. (laughs) Fingers crossed, because you never know. This is a saturated world, bucko. It sure is. You and I were talking before we we started recording, and and we were talking about um, some of the similarities you and I have in our marriages, Mm -hmm. Um, kind of the opposite situation happening. So I am married to a man and have been married to him for, gosh, 24 years last May, and he is four years younger than me, and you are married to a man that is basically a little older than my husband, and you're much younger. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, my husband right now, he is 53. He'll be 54 this coming November. And I just turned 30 in January. Wow. To be 30 again. (laughs) So we have 23 years (laughs) about and his oldest child, his daughter is a year younger than me. Wow. I'm sure that's fun at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, huh? she's wonderful. Like, I I love okay. her. If you put us in a room together, you would never know we were only a year apart. Well, and you know what? It, it kind of just what happens and works for, for you guys. Um, and it, why not? Why, why not, you know, enjoy that time together, uh, especially um, in this day and age when uh, you never know the world's going to end. Right. Uh, with the COVID thing, because we're all stir crazy, and thank God we have podcasts or whatever. Okay, so let's talk about though those age gaps. Let's you know is how does it affect you and him as far as at that generation thing? Is it does that even come up at all? Do you guys even feel that total generation gap in that respect? When it's just the two of us, no. It it seems like we're just on mm-hmm. the same on the same level. But when we're out in public together, sometimes, especially people Mm -hmm. that know him or know that we do have a larger age difference, that's Mm -hmm. when we not get backlash, but even though we've been together for six years, it's like Mm -hmm. people are surprised, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I don't know what he looks like. I mean, I've seen pictures of him and I don't know how you look together. I, I he doesn't look that old to me, no. so I don't even understand why people would catch on to that, but and besides none of their business, but whatever. But yeah, I don't know if it so it doesn't sound like it really bothers you or bothers no, him. No, no. He was a little weirded out about it at first, but he figured out our age mm-hmm. difference after our like third date. Oh, really? Well, that's that was what I talked to you about before. Um, you were such an old soul in that respect. And I know that's so cliche to say, but it's true. I mean, you are leaps and bounds as far as maturity more than any almost any 30 year old I know. And I don't know many because I'm way older than that. <laughs> well, so, thank you. Uh, you know, no, it's just the truth. And I, y'all listen to her podcast, Shoes, Booze and Tattoos. I'm telling you, she does a phenomenal 
wonderful job on that that uh, podcast. And if you like true crime, if you like uh, paranormal, if you like to learn about witchcraft, anything, I'm telling you, she is the person who will explain it and explain it in a way that us people that don't understand layman terms in that respect, I'm telling you, check her out. She's amazing. And your Rosemary and Fred West uh, <laughs> segment. Yeah, I think you did. I think you did. Did you do two part on that? I think yeah, you did. that one had to be a two parter just because there was so much. It, it blew me away. And like I said, when you and I were talking on your podcast, I had heard of them many, many times mm-hmm. and had listened to, I think, probably at least three other podcasts that had done, I think at least three, a story on yeah. them. And they were, you know, they were two or three parters like yours was. I had never heard all of the detail it was painful I'm sure for you but man it was very interesting you know me I want to get in your head I want to right. know um how, how while we're talking about it how did that affect you you have children yeah you know I mean I mean it was definitely difficult to go through all of that information not just once but multiple times because I had to verify it through different sources mm-hmm. so that I had the most accurate information knowing what they did right and having children myself it makes me sick and after that i Mm. had to take a break from any kind of episodes involving children because i was like on a kick for a minute Mm. (laughs) well it's just that's the thing i mean first of all you get so angry and you get you just can't believe these people and they got away with it time and time again and if you don't know anything about the fred and rosemary west case i think they're out of the uk You guys check out her podcast on it. Um, if you, you know, if if you if you're sensitive to very very, <clears throat> I mean, horrific abuse, don't don't listen to it. It's definitely not for you. But if it's interesting to you in the way that it's interesting to me and how people function and why they do what they do, um, whether there's an excuse or not, it's just fascinating to me. If nothing else, because it's, I I just you just can't believe it. It just doesn't seem real. Yeah, it's. And there's a disclaimer in the beginning detailing, you know, the different trigger warnings. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Well, okay. So here's here's another thing. Let's let's go on to something a little okay. lighter. <laughs> you and I have also discussed in our many many conversations. God bless you. <laughs> Thank God you're my friend. Um, we've talked about our husbands not really being believers in the paranormal, and you and I both very definitely are. Yes. And I just wanted to know how how your husband feels about it. I'll tell you kind of how mine does and how it affects you guys. And uh, just, just go ahead and share what you think. Well, we actually bicker more over that kind of stuff than we do our, our age difference. <laughs> like, oh, that's as hilarious. As it seems, he is a complete <laughs> and total non-believer. He thinks it's possible there's something else out there, but he doesn't care enough to find out what or has mm-hmm. no interest in finding out about any of it to where mm-hmm. that's part of like my daily life especially being a podcaster that deals with the paranormal right. he does not want to no. hear about and it doesn't it drive you crazy right it just drives me crazy because i'm just like baby i mean i look at him like we don't just die and go away i i'm a firm believer in at least our subconscious goes right. on and I do believe I do believe in God and all that, and I'm not going to get all religious. We don't need to worry about that, and I don't need to go there. But I do believe we don't die and 
become nothing. And he does. And and that's what's well, I I say he does. I, I say he really doesn't know. But he, he goes, I would, he goes, you know what, honey, if you go first and you let me know <laughs> there's something out there, then I'll believe it. You know? And I'm like, oh, well, thanks. Uh, I'll be checking my food for some arsenic. You know, that is Cause I so know. <laughs> funny because I tell my husband the same thing. I was like, when you go, you come back and you talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told Randy, I said, you know what, if you go first and you're like, and you come back, you're going to be like, I oh, know you told me it's true. And I'm, I'm going to be like, mm-hmm, I told you, but you didn't want to listen to yep. me. Mm-hmm. Next time you think I'm not right, you know, it, but it's funny how you guys bicker more about that oh, yeah. than you do the age difference or, or, or the kids or, or however that's affecting you. So that's funny. But okay. So back to true okay. crime. We're, we're not talking about the Fred and Rosemary uh, West thing. Cause that's just too much. But if, if you go back in time and you think about all the true crime things that you or sh- you know, episodes that you put out, um, I know you've done several. Yeah. What is the one besides the one we just talked about? What's the one that impacted you the most in the way of maybe maybe you thought somebody could have been innocent or just so mentally challenged or mentally gone that they should or shouldn't have gotten worse or less punishment? Does that make sense? Oh, I mean, there's one case that impacted me a lot. I got very upset about and very... Really? emotional over but it didn't really have to do with the killers or anything like that it was actually about the victims and the way they were portrayed Mm, after mm -hmm. their murder Mm, and that was the mm -hmm, corpsewood mm -hmm. manor murders and if you ever watch the documentary on it on youtube it is the most infuriating thing that you will ever watch because this it is really completely centered on the fact that these two men were in a gay homosexual relationship living in Mm -hmm. a house that they built and they were satan worshipers or or devil worshipers or whatever they were saying they were they were satanists but that's kind of like a a flamboyant atheist that's the best way to put it actually yeah i i think it's i think atheism from what now you're right because i think I think last podcast on the left was trying to explain it because I think Henry is or something. It's more about I believe right. in myself. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm, I've got the power. And don't get me wrong. It's going to go against what I'm sure some Christians believe. And I totally get that. And this is not what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, I'm no, not no, no, trying no. to reflect any kind of uh, religion on anything because I, I just, like I said, this is the reason I'm doing this podcast because I want to know. I just want to know what makes people tick and why they would do this. So keep going and tell me why it impacted you so much. Well, this this story took place back in like 1970s, early 80s, backwoods, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. you get the kind of setting these people are in. And these two guys. Right. They were in the South. Right. And, yeah. and they were from mm-hmm. Chicago, from the city. There were rumors that they were rich because, mm-hmm. you know, they built their own place there and they kind of just hid out and threw mm-hmm. some parties they made their own wine and they had these two mm-hmm. beautiful huge dogs that did have names of demons <laughs> or what is known in the christian religion as oh, demons yeah. but these two men mm-hmm. were attacked by a group of four teenagers and tortured mm-hmm. and murdered as well as their dogs mm-hmm. Because they thought they had mm. money. And then the way that this was spun through the media, it was 
blown off as these guys basically deserved it because they were gay Satan worshipers. And that mm-hmm. was the most infuriating yeah, and, thing for me. Well, it's just so dang misunderstood. Exactly. First and foremost, um, how people want to live their life. Um, and if it doesn't affect me personally, and I'm getting all on my soapbox again, <laughs> I don't, why would I have a right to tell them what they should and shouldn't do? Do I always agree with every single thing? No, I don't think anybody agrees with every single little thing, how they parent, how they, the heck, how they grow their food in right. the backyard. You're going to have differences. You're going to have different ways of doing things. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. But just to go in and cold-bloodedly kill two men, whether they're lovers or not, and whether you think they devil worship, which they did not, um, and their uh, and their canines and their sweet little dogs, yeah, it it just proves to you how how it's it's all about fear. I, I believe it is. I what's your take on it? The way it's, they were seen as less than human in the media. And that's what bothered me more than anything. Because regardless, these are still people. Nothing Absolutely. they do. No, they are, and that that warrants mm-hmm. their death. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. And and it, it. Who are we to judge? Right. You know, we've all heard that whole thing. You know, it's not. It's certainly not our place. And especially with all the Black Lives Matter movements and and everything else that's been going on lately, it's just you have to be careful now. You know, we're all humans. We all have to live here yeah. together. Um, as I said before, we don't have to agree. And, and I certainly don't agree with everything. And I know you don't yeah. either. And it's just the way life is. Um, but yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I, and I'd heard that, that it, it's funny that you bring that up because I had heard of that on another podcast. I think it was uh, crime junkies and, um, and they're a really good podcast for, yeah. for crime. Um, got in a little trouble, but whatever, we won't talk about that, but they're good though. They're a good, yeah. they're a good podcast. And uh, they, they did a story on them. And, um, but yours, I'm sure is way more, um, intricate and tons more information. So guys, if you, <laughs> I'm not just doing this cause she's my friend. I, I was literally drawn to her because I love her style. Jess, your style is so good. And I love the music you can play in the background. I just want to be you when I grow up in this podcast <laughs> world. I really do. And if I could, I would, but you know. I'm going to try if everybody will just give me a listen. I'm going to, it's going to be rough with the first few episodes. And then I'll be like, don't listen to the first few, but listen to the one with me and Jess. But you know what? That's just how <laughs> it goes. Like, you learn along the way mm-hmm. and any help you need, I'm there for you. If you listen to my first few episodes, yes, you are. they are rough. <laughs> they are not very good. I'm a little bit embarrassed of those, but. Well, you know, it just shows how if people just stay with it, it's like anything, you know, I, I write books and. My first book, it's, it's, I think it's still pretty good, but my, my newest ones, and I don't mean to toot my own horn, I think they're very good and it's stuff I'd want to read. And you're just, you're going to get better with practice. I don't care what you yeah. do. You just Yeah. Are. And you're just going to continue so, to evolve and change and get better as you go. And your books really mm-hmm, are amazing. Mm-hmm. You deserve to toot your own horn on that one. Oh, well, well, thank you. Honey. I appreciate <laughs> it. That's so nice. So let, I'm going to get, I'm going to come to another thing that's kind of fun. Let's talk about some favorite things. Okay. <laughs> we talked about before we started recording. If you had to describe your, the favorite sound of something, what is your favorite sound as far as, is it, is it music? Is it your children? You know, whatever that favorite thing in the whole world is, what is that? Oh, that's kind of a tough one. I would have to actually say. That's hard. Mm-hmm. The sound of like a running stream. Mm. 
And why is that? Is it, what does it do for you? It like automatically, as soon as I start hearing that, I am just completely relaxed and serene. And it's like my head goes to the park where I grew up, where it was all wooded and there was a stream running through the middle of the park. And we would sit there and just watch everything. Mm. And it was the most peaceful. So that's, that's why I love it so much. And if you could do that as children, can you imagine be going there and as, as an adult? Oh, yeah. And just sitting and listening to that stream? Because how, how hard is it to get a bunch of kids to, to slow down and just listen to the to the stream? But we didn't have internet back then. Uh, well, you might have. You're only 30. <laughs> well, there was, we got internet in our house when I was about 12 or 13. About 12. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, so you did yeah. have it. Yeah. So if, if you had a favorite um word as far as whether it means something because of it could be loyalty it could be whatever it is is there a favorite word or so, a, a or maybe an emotion that's your favorite thing to feel or i think you know what yeah, i'm trying to I say know what, you're... what would hmm. that be i know it's it's hard because there's so much <laughs> yeah picking one word is pretty difficult i i would have to say not to be like cliche or anything but the word happy like just saying it makes me mm-hmm. kind of smile. Right, right. No, that's not cliche at all. I think I I think there's a lot of happiness that's not at all going on in the world right now. Yeah, and we all just want to be happy. Um, and but I also think one of the things I like best about you is just your thoughtfulness and your empathy for me and the fact that you want to help me. I mean, you have been so lovely about all this, and I know I can just you know call you or text you and you're right there and you're like, you know what? Don't worry about it. You know, we're, I'll, I'll help you figure it out. And if we can't figure it out, then I, heck, I'll say I can YouTube it or something. Yeah. You know, whatever. But yeah, it's it's just funny how um, that, that kind of one single word can make that much of a difference for anyone. I think my favorite word would be, you know, that thoughtfulness. My husband is one of the most thoughtful people I think I've ever, ever known. He retired and now he does meals on wheels just because he wants to help people and yeah and I don't mean it like oh look at him he's so great because he'd be so embarrassed I think if I even if if he even knew I said anything about it that is amazing though he he loves to help well and thank you he loves to help and he he's he is such a nurturer when it comes to things like that he's just a lovely man and he's always been that way and he's always the kind of person that does the right thing it doesn't matter. He does the right, even if he's angry, he'll do the right thing. And it, he's taught me so much. I mean, because you just, I just want to lash out and he's like, nope. Oh, not going to get you anywhere. You know, just stuff like that. And it's just, I'm very happy and blessed to be with him. I love that. <laughs> well, if, if it weren't for him, I don't know how far I'd be in life because, you know, uh, not that I had a temper, but you know, we all did stupid things right. and you wonder, you wonder, what did you see in me, dude? I mean, <laughs> you know? that's so funny, but he obviously saw something, you know, and, and anyway, but no, well, I always kept my house clean and I always put makeup on every day. Maybe that's <laughs> I'm a, I'm a primper. I was, I was walking to, literally I was walking in, in the, to the car with my daughter the other day and we we're going to go see my son and his fiance's new little kitty. I think you yeah. saw the video and I was getting in the car and she was driving and one of my neighbors had her little jogs, jogging suit on and she walks up to him. She goes, you guys look beautiful. Where are you going off to? And I'm like, um, we're going to my son's house. And she's like, you have makeup on. I'm like, 
<laughs> I mean, I put it on every day. And it's and it has nothing to do with I think you don't look good without makeup. Well, I don't look good without makeup. I, I do it for myself and I've always been that yeah. way. But I think I am the total opposite to so many people in the world, which obviously makes the world go around, let's face it. But I swear to God, maybe I was born in a different I shouldn't have been born in this century because or maybe in this um uh not uh 50 years what is that well i mean this this, this generation this century, not century but well i mean it's like the june cleaver pearls around the neck i don't have right. that but i always do i do it for myself i always get up i do my writing now i'm going to start doing my podcast in the morning and then I, and i get yeah. ready you know and i i mean i don't care if i'm not going anywhere it doesn't matter i do it for myself i do it for my husband i I'm, my husband's not even here right now he'll be he'll be back today he's at our ranch but that's my thing. I just, just what I do. And, and I'm not, you know, I used to apologize for it. I used to go, Oh, well, yeah, sorry. This is what I do. Or how is your house so clean? Oh, well, sorry. Now I'm like, I don't know. I just do it. <laughs> That's just me. You have I mean, that routine <laughs> every know? day I mean, though, too. I just do. And I didn't mean for this to be about me because I'm interviewing you. So now it's oh, all about no me. No worries. So. Because <laughs> we are the exact opposite of you guys. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it is my show. I can do what the hell exactly. I want, right? Okay, there you go. But but the thing is, that works best for you. Right, well. And and that's okay. <laughs> well, well, my thing is, because see, it doesn't, people are like, oh, you're so clean, you never want to come to my house. And I'm like, don't say that. That has nothing to do with me going to your house. It's all about me and how I deal with me. It, I, I could go in someone's house and it's a wreck. I don't even think about it. It's not right. my house. It's not like you have to live there, so you don't and, worry about it. No. And well, there were times when people I you can't come in or I was like, really? Seriously? Well, your house is always so this happened a long time ago. It doesn't happen anymore because I don't have any friends. Oh. And, um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I mean, I, well, nobody goes anywhere anymore. Right. So, you know, um, we all stay home. But um, but no, I mean, we all stay home. So that doesn't it's not an issue anymore. But it's just so funny how it affects people. Just that little thing. The fact that I did what I do, what I do, and I like to just. I don't know. I put a bra on every day. I put makeup on every day. Yeah. You know, I, I, my house is clean. Who the hell cares? <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know why it's a problem. People need to feel like they, they have a right to say or comment on other people's daily lives when you really, you really don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, yeah, exactly. Just, just like, and if I'm the absolute opposite of you, that's who cares. Right. And if it works for you, Maybe not every day. I don't know if it works for you every day. It doesn't always work for me every day. Sometimes, you know, you don't feel as well. I still do it because I guess I'm OCD. Call me call me what you want. I don't care. It's my show. I can well, do whatever you, I you want. You have like a routine of things. This is the way you live your life every day. Yeah. I, I mean, I put mm-hmm. pants really and a is. bra on every day and I clean, but I don't do my hair or my makeup every yes. day because I go a little overboard mm-hmm. with my makeup. <laughs> like I was a victim yeah. of the the extreme plucking back in the early 2000s. So I have like half eyebrows and I oh. have to draw them on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same it's kind of same for me too. So I kind of scare myself and I go by a mirror, you know, <laughs> and I don't have any makeup on and I probably would scare the rest of the universe if I did. And it, and honestly, it, but it's for yeah. me. You know, I do it for me and I think you understand that uh, being a woman and all that. But but yeah, it's just funny how that how that happens because I certainly didn't mean it to be about me this oh no, time. no no it's fine <laughs> and it went back to me I think that is a big misconception <laughs> so. with a lot of people though that 
especially if they don't wear makeup or if they're a straight man that doesn't wear makeup ever, a lot of times there's misconceptions that women do it for men. But the reality is we like to play with makeup for us or oh, other and women. Let's, let's, and let's be honest. If, if, if I lived in your town and you lived in my town and you and I were meeting, I would, and I wasn't married and I, the difference between me putting makeup on and meeting you and me putting makeup on and meeting some guy that I was going to meet at a bar would be a totally right, different thing. Right. I'd be decked out for you because you know, you're a girl, you know how to do things. You, you know, not that I wouldn't be decked out for a guy I'm married. So that wouldn't even count. <laughs> but, but if I were, I mean, it would be a whole different thing because you know, girls, girls dress up exactly. for girls. They just do. We all do. We all do. We, we dress up to impress girls. And all the girls that are listening right now, they're all shaking their head like, or they're, they're nodding their head going, mm-hmm. Yeah, that drunk girl in the bathroom yes, at like do. 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> that is your best friend. That's the one that's going to compliment you on your oh, eyeshadow yeah. being blended well. Or your boobs looking great <laughs> in that girl. top. Or your shoes being amazing. <laughs> like, men don't do that. <laughs> No. no, I mean, they might because their mom, their mama said, tell her she's pretty. And so <laughs> it took my husband two doing. weeks to notice that I got a new pair of shoes that I wore every day. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it took my husband like I do my own hair like I, I cut it and color it my well, I yeah. highlight it. And um, because because I'm a freak and I have to have control, I guess. Anyway, so I highlighted my hair and I did it a little lighter than I needed to this a few years back. And he didn't even notice. And I'm like, I look, I go by the mirror and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm glowing. <laughs> you know, he didn't even he didn't even notice. But do you know all my girlfriends oh, did? Yeah. They're like, did you lighten your hair? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I went a little overboard. I'm like, yeah, you don't have to mention it. <laughs> and then I, you know, you talk to your husband. He's like, I don't know. I didn't even notice. I don't know. He goes, looks fine to me. Whatever. Yeah. What, what's for dinner? No. Exactly. <laughs> no. Well, you know, I mean, that's love the reality, them. though, so, especially right. being married. It, it really is. And, and you've been married long enough to know that, you know, they're going to notice things that you would never even think they'd notice. And then they don't notice anything that you think is so drastic. It's just I know it's, it's, it's so funny how that it really works. Is. <laughs> so, um, OK, so I'm going to ask one last thing because I know you and I got to go. It's getting close to, to wrapping this up time. OK, I want to know what your favorite curse word is. Oh, can I have two? Okay. You can have two. My yeah. favorites are damn it and shit because okay, these why? are the two words each of my kids picked up. My son <laughs> at like a year old was just making these little babbles, could say like four words, and he picked up the word damn it. And he used it in context all the time. He would drop something. Oh my god! And in his little baby grunt go damn it. And pick it up. And it's the same with my daughter. She latched on to the word shit and would say it constantly. (laughs) So those were forever be my favorite curse words just because I heard them come out of my toddler's mouth. that's funny. Yeah. Well, you know, and and how proud were you? I laughed so hard. (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, girl, you have, as always, you have been such a delight. And I... So thank you again for giving me your time and coming on and just shooting the crap with me and having fun with me. And by the way, mine's dumbass. I love dumbass from Red on that 70s show. Oh, that's interesting. I don't. Well, I like that, though. Yeah, I just I just love the word dumbass. I just love the word dumbass. You're such a dumbass. I know. See, I said it too many times. I like that. But no, I, I just love it. I just think it's funny. 
But no, thank you so much for joining me. And I'm going to have you back because you're going to do it for me anyway, even if I have to force you. Oh, anytime. And, um, so there you go. So everybody, listen to Jess Walters on shoes, booze, and tattoos. Jess, what else? How, where can they find you? Well, you can find the show anywhere you get podcasts. It's shoes, booze, and tattoos. And booze is spelled B-O-O-S. Uh, you can find me mm-hmm. on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can email me, shoes, booze, and tattoos at gmail.com. And that's pretty much it. Well, that's exactly what we'll all do because you're amazing. And guys, listen to her podcast. She's so good. All right, Jess. Nice talking to you. We'll talk to you you later, girl. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye. If you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review. It'll help my podcast out and more people will be able to listen. Also, I am a novelist and write paranormal romance. All my books are available on Amazon.com, so check me out. And you can also reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you guys all for your support, and I'll talk to you next week.